Bopping heads, there's no stopping it Mainly when the music is classic You know when you have that album You can play every track back to back Asking everybody, have you heard of that? I know you heard of poets Exposing their most personal notions Over some of the dopest instrumentals One time for your mental Two times for your mental Just tell us what you were into By putting your vote in for your favorite classics Say it won't take long Go to deadinhiphop.com It'll be up every month for you to choose And for us to review We taking it back, y'all Take it back Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Rock, and I'm here again with Dead in Hip Hop. We're here to do another classic album review. Today, we're reviewing Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. So, um, I guess we can get into it, y'all. Thoughts? Review? Y'all already know I'm the youngest one in Dead in Hip Hop, so all of these classics, they were definitely not my first introduction to these artists. My first introduction to Jay was uh, Volume 2. Hard Knock Life. That that was the first song. That was the first time I heard of Jay, and I, I was I was just amazed from that point on. And I, you know, missing everything um, after that. But I never went back to the beginning. And funny story is, the person that actually told me to go back and listen to Reasonable Doubt was Rob. I remember we was at work and we were talking Jay Z and all this and all that. I think he had some line. I'm like, oh my god, this dude, he's crazy. And Rob was like, yo, did you ever listen to Reasonable Doubt? that far back and he looked at me weird as hell like what the fuck is you like you know what i'm saying wow. so yeah with me when all three of us used to sit like right there and we was just talking jay-z i think it was around the black album no no it wasn't the black album so, i don't remember what it might have been american, I remember gangsta. This. american gangsta yeah, it was american yeah, yeah. I, I probably remember this yeah yeah because we okay okay yeah okay yeah so i was like you never listened to reasonable that how can you be a jay fan i was like well i'm a jay yeah, fan but that was a wild ass statement like that shit was crazy we're like what for real yeah i never listened to reasonable doubt so because of rod that's my second favorite jay-z album um and and yo like it's definitely, you know, I don't know the significance or the impact that it had at the time because, again, I came to it so late. None. Yeah. Dang. I like that. <laughs> mm -mm, not when it first came out. It didn't, it yeah, didn't, yeah. nah. Mm -hmm. When it first came out, it wasn't like, oh, shit, this Jay-Z album. Mm -hmm. It was Really? Yeah. Was so, it AZ? Your didn't have that kind of impact. It didn't. Well, I'm just saying. Everybody none says those, it does. None of those albums had that kind of impact right. when they first came. Normally, those type of albums don't. You know, yeah. it gets. You know, yeah, it's people just, wasn't people wasn't yeah. really repping reason without like that. They mm -hmm. didn't start appreciating until like later on. So yeah, y'all right. It, it didn't have like a huge impact. Why? That was like a nine seven. Nine six. Nine six. Nine, six, six, nine, six, nine seven. Six. And, all right, I'll let y'all go. <laughs> yeah, it was nine six, man. Because you had yeah. uh, Nas's, Nas's second album was out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was written. I think uh, The Roots, Illadelph, dropped that year, right? Mm -hmm. That was out. Tupac's okay. All Eyes on okay. Me was out. ATL Aliens was out. Yeah, All that shit. shit was out, man. Yeah, so, yeah, shit. that shit was like, I won't say it was a blip on the radar. But you know, it came out and it was surrounded by other other great albums and stars that were kind of out there a little bit more than him. Because remember, Tupac was was out there. You know, at that time, just came out of jail. And he first had people person. hating the East Coast. Yeah, you know yeah. And then you know, he was taking shots at you know Jay and all kind of other stuff. So, nah, it didn't it didn't impact anything. Like it even received subpar reviews. Yeah, you know, people hard. had to go back and re-rate it. You know, because of yeah, its the significance now. Actually, yeah. yeah, the source re-rated. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I remember that shit, man. Um, but I didn't, and I'll be honest, I didn't play it like that when it came out. Like, I remember when it when it dropped, and it was <laughs> one of the ones that you just, so much other shit was out, so I just bought it. And at that time, like, I would just kind of rotate my albums out. But it wasn't one that I, like, had on rotation like that. I was listening more to 
to Outkast and, and Tupac's All Eyes On Me more than I listened to Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt. I really felt like Jay really hasn't strayed too far from who he was, like who he was as a core. Like it, it's just a different time period in a, in a different level where Jay-Z is now. But Jay-Z on Reasonable Doubt, like he, he, he was depicting like all of these people that, that we named, right? Like AZ, Nas, like they, they, they gave you New York right in, in their albums and i really felt like what jay did was that he gave you new york like like it it's undeniable where this guy was from but he gave it to you from a from a hustler's perspective and i didn't get that from Nas. like you know like i always said like illmatic's not my favorite but it was written like th that was a prime example like i gave you power street dreams you know what i'm saying like like it was always like he was giving you glimpses from different lenses and it's like jay was like i'm this hustler dude and i'm not gonna take no from an ant for an answer and this is who i am and i just feel like as jay-z has progressed through his career he has been the same person except that it's different like now i'm corporate now i have a brand now i'm a business now you know so so but he's always been the same hustler that you got from he's reasonable had, doubt he's had like the same hustler mentality you're saying. exactly it's just like he's in a different game now. He's, just, he's just in a different game he just brought it and that's why i said like for me being an avid jay-z fan like i feel like of course musically he's straight like we talking an album that's in 96 and he's still making music now so of course sonically and what he's rapping about is different but when you look at him and 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 the mentality that he's always had i i just felt like reasonable doubt was like that foundation and i and i feel like he's never like he's not, that's never been shook for him you know like a lot of artists they change this that but i feel like jay like at the core of him you know say he's still like that guy and, and it's interesting how like he could still tap back into it like on an american gangster because that was in my top five too you know what i'm saying and and, and going back to reasonable doubt definitely my second favorite album like the evils like i remember when i first listened to that joint <laughs> like 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 just the beats on this like the beats like jay-z has some super classic beats on here you know what i'm saying like like these like dead presidents the evils you know what i'm saying just the storytelling that he had on this can't knock the hustle you know what i'm saying I, I, I could go on for days and days. Reasonable Doubt to me is one of hip hop's like best albums ever. Definitely. Like you know, people. This was my introduction to Jay Z. I remember summer of '96, uh, high school high school years, man. And um, you know, in a time when you had that mafioso like rap style going on with mm -hmm. only built for Cuban links. You know, you 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 had Biggie still alive. You had Nas coming off the of Illmatic. You had. Um, AZ, um, Do or Die. You, you had that mafioso type of rap going on. So what Jay-Z was doing wasn't anything different or anything groundbreaking. But the thing I liked about Jay-Z on this, and I want to touch on, is these two tracks on this album. I thought I, I thought that was really, I think, amazing from Jay-Z as an MC and from the storytelling point is The Evils and Regrets. Because pretty much what Jay... I forgot. I forgot yeah, pretty much what Jay did with this album he pretty much gave us an introduction to him and pretty much his street right kind of it was kind of almost like a concept album almost but about yeah. him um he kind of just pretty much touched on, on the evils i like how he touched on like how you know the, i guess the drug game can kind of get you greedy yeah. and where you can turn on your own people turn on people in your neighborhood rather if it's women kids children but then on the flip side you got regrets which was the final track on there you got regrets where he kind of talks about yeah, okay, I'm still, I'm living this life, but I'm, I'm regret, I'm, I still, you can't live with no regrets. You gotta like, 
not care about you selling the, uh, drugs to the community and damaging the community and everything like I that. Feel like so that was like his most per one of his most. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the evils and regrets. I think I think there are like the two pinpoint songs on this whole album. Now Brooklyn's finest. I thought that was a great lyrical braggadocious track between them two sparring, just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I, and then that's when I was like, okay, Jay might be a serious, uh, a serious MC in this game because he that's went. Kinda, I think that's sorry. I'm oh no, you good. I think that's one of the reasons why I like him. It's just like the way he says things sometimes, yeah. and like how he words things sometimes. It's like, oh, okay. Well, on like, this album, it's, yeah, on this, yeah, album. on this, yeah, on this, on this album. album, most yeah. definitely. You know, I like, I like the personal side. I like the dark side of it. You know, um, I think we all have a dark side. Mm -hmm. and I think he really like. I don't know. You kind of get like a glimpse inside his mind. I don't know. Yeah, so, that's what I, that's what I liked about it. Cause yeah, it, it felt definitely. like I feel like I got a glimpse of him. You know, coming from Can't Knock the Hustle to yeah. um, Cashmere Thoughts, him talking like yeah. he exceeding ex, ex, uh, ex, his uh, goals and everything. Um, can I live? Him talking about hey, can I can I survive hustling in these streets when he was hustling in the streets? So I like the the and I love that Irv Gotti uh, sample. You know, I love that uh, Isaac Hayes that that sample clip. I thought at the time when Biggie was like that dude, for him to trade bars with Biggie and still hold his own, I'm not, I ain't gonna really say he outshined Biggie and like that. I thought Biggie, Biggie was like, look, this is my, this is my shit. I'm gonna show you why this is my shit. But I thought Jay did a good job going sparring bars for bars with. Uh, Didn't Biggie rewrite his rhymes or something like that? Oh, really? Did he rewrite his rhymes? Yeah, I think he rewrote he rewrote his rhymes. Well, hey, he, yeah. he outshined him though. Yeah. Hmm. Who won? I say Big. I think them, them last two verses that Biggie did. The paid Tupac line? Yes. No, not the Tupac line. You don't, okay. No, okay. I didn't care about that. But I'm talking about the last two. Big's last two verses, I don't want to recite them on here. But. Oh, come on. What did y'all think about uh, I don't want to be talking too 22 2 But that was a great freestyle. It was, yeah, I, I thought think that it was, was a really freestyle. creative. I mean, yeah. I, I liked it. it was, I, 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 I remember the first time I heard that. I was like, there's no way he said it 22 times. Did you go, did you I, I counted that shit. <laughs> fucking said that shit 24. Like, yo, that shit just, it just put it for another level to me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I thought it was really creative. I, I really like uh, 22. And he has 44-4 somewhere else. Yeah, he got a 44. I thought, I think, interesting too about that got me really was like, okay, this dude is going to be serious. It's Dead Presence. When I first heard Dead Presence, the original version. I like the original version better. If you if you know it's the original Dead Presence, then it's a part two on here. I like the lyrics on that because he pretty much that second verse he pretty much breaks down what what you say what you will call a so-called when the thugs pretend try to get in the street game and you not you not built for this. You know alibis keep ain't matching up bullshit catching up. You know uh, they repo your vehicle and everything was all good just a week ago. About to start bitching at you, ready to start snitching at you. I forgive you, weak ass. Something just ain't you. Like he, he that second verse, he broke down that whole mentality of like, yeah, you think you want to get in this street, in this, in this street game, but look, I'm gonna drop this verse for you and let you know that you ain't about, you not really about this life. Not about that life, man. What is that? Dead president. No, no, what's the part one on? Uh, part, it's, it, that was actually like it was like a kind of promo for the album. He released oh. the video for it and everything. I never heard it. Yeah, he released the video for it and everything. So the part two that you hear on the album, that was I like that one, but I like the original better just because he he was very clever and witty with his wordplay on that one, man. And the story he just told, man, was just crazy. Um, bring it on with Sauce Money. Yeah. I, and and, ja and I thought, yeah, I thought Jazzo had to had the um, yeah, Jazzo out. was nice. Jazzo man. killed that shit, man. He he killed his verse on Bring It On, and like again, Primo, Primo laced him man and um, friend of folk. I love how Jay Z had like that conversation talking to that street dude, like, look, you ain't about to take you ain't about to take over my corner. You know what I'm saying? This is this is my this is my corner. This is my block. You ain't you know 
<laughs> it was, it was, yeah, this album, yeah, like I said, this, this first, this first album, I was like, man, that's the Jay-Z I really missed, because he was so, he was so introspective, he was so clever, his wordplay was clever, um, what's that on D.E.V.? He said, we used to fight for building blocks, now we fight for blocks, I mean, like, like, you know what I'm saying, like, if you, if you know dudes that was in that life, I mean, I, I mean, I knew dudes that was, like, in that life, so I kind of understood that concept, we used to fight for building blocks, now we fight for blocks for building, and make it kill Make a killer for making making yeah. mad bread. So it's just like you gotta be on the right block. Yeah, you just gotta be on the right block. And it, and when I heard that, I'm like, God, <laughs> that's why I think the evils and regrets are like. Don't get me wrong, and I love their presence. Their presence is another one of my like favorite Jay Z songs. But like the evils and regrets, I think to me it just it kind of brings everything in a circle with those two tracks. Just listen to it. Like you said, the evils is real dark. He's telling you yeah. he's in he's in like the most grim part of his of his of his drug drug living life. And it's like damn. And then when you hear regrets. It's kind of like, I know why you feel that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I thought this album was, I thought it was amazing when I first heard, when I first heard this. Is it better than, you know, in my opinion, is it better than Illmatic? No. Is it better than Only Biff and Cuban Links? No. Um, and you can tell, you, you can, you can see a lot of, you can see a lot of Big Daddy Kane influence too in that. Cause when, I remember when it first came out, people were like, oh man, he got the little suit on. I'm like, Big Daddy Kane had a suit on and had it. It's like, but Big Daddy <laughs> I mean, you, you can see the Big Daddy Kane influence because he used to yeah. roll with him. So overall, I thought this album was really good. I know I'm forgetting some other tracks, but I, I'll let y'all see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when, you know, when I think back on Reasonable Doubt, uh, outside of, you know, Jay's lyricism, I think for me, like, one of the attractions was the production, which had that soulful kind of R&B type feel. And then the other thing I think about is, like, even when I look back on it now and I look at the, the you know, the number of, of um, females that really like this album, man, which is, which is kind of... You know, yeah, man, there's a lot of females that when they cite a Jay-Z album, they put this shit on and play it. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I kind of wonder, does, you know, does the R&B kind of sound have something to do with it? But, um, or not, I don't know. But like yeah, Mary J singing on it and stuff like that. So, you know, very, I know it, it, it kind of sounds fucked up. Was that no, what you're no, saying? No, no, no it, he wasn't. wasn't as misogynistic back yeah. then. Oh. There really weren't, I mean, not that I can remember. I'm not a Jay-Z expert like you guys, clearly. But I don't remember there being a whole lot of bitches ain't shit, I'm fucking bitching lies. It was really just, I'm making money, I'm selling. Yeah, I'm, 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 he, he was a bad boy. Lying. Yeah, he was a bad, that bad, bad boy, boy persona. Right? Yeah. I, I'm not supposed to bring him home to mama, like, but I like him. You know what I'm saying? He got money and all of these. Right, oh, well, shit. Get off my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Like B man, can I live? The, the beat on can I live, man, was was like the one, man. That's that's like my joint on there, and um and you know one thing I like about this album is that the more I play it, like you know when I was listening to it back then, it was like you know this was my favorite song, and then I was like okay, nah, this is my favorite song. So it kept you know uh, switching and flip flopping back and forth, man, and that. Kind of, you know, when you think about it, that kind of was really makes a good album because you go back and you discover something new about it. You know, and, and when this album dropped, you know, everybody talking about, you know, oh, I'm dropping a classic, this, that, and the other. Like, you, we weren't really running around saying, oh man, that was a classic. We were like, man, was, this shit was dope. You it know, was just, it was another dope album. Yeah, you heard. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was normal back Yeah, then, so. it didn't have a lot of skippable tracks. You could play yeah. it from front to back, and then, you know, and that was that. You just let it ride. And, you know, like I said, it was so much, so many other quality albums out. You pop it out, you pop something else in, and you just keep it rolling. But, um, but yeah, Friend of Foe was my joint. That was like one of my favorite tracks on here too, because like you said, it showed Jay-Z's ability to, you know, storytelling ability, and, and he was funny and he was clever, and you know, you got a little laugh out of it. 
So, um, so that one, and then Brooklyn's finest, like, you know, they're just going back and trading bars. You're like, ah, you know, uh, uh, that was good, Jay, but nah, man, you can't mess with Biggie. Dead Presidents, of course, you know, the evils, regrets, and how he was really, really introspective on it. And really, that's kind of what defined Jay-Z, right? You know, he's telling his story, you know, he's giving you a, a piece of him, and he's really, like, inviting you in into his life, and that's, you know, kind of counter, you know, I can't, I can't let it go, to counter what people were saying, man, he, he went away from that, he's not doing that anymore, yeah, his lifestyle has changed, and I get that, and he's rapping about stuff that he's doing now, but it doesn't connect the way that album did, and the way some of the things that he was doing back but then, connected. But he's not connected. a street hustler no more, though, Ken, so... Oh no, of course nah, not. Of course man. not. Of course that's what like, I thought you were saying. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying that he was rhyming and saying, and that's why I said like, you know, we talking an album that came out in '96. It's 2014. Like that, that has yeah. But even some changed. of the albums that he, he that he like. Remember the argument that we used to always have, and that I had at that time with with you guys about Jay Z was that he was getting away from me. You know what I'm saying? With some of the things he was saying, it was all about his possessions and materialistic this, that, and other. That's why I loved American Gangster so much because you found Jay-Z going back to telling stories and concepts and narratives. So when you listen to it, you kind of you kind of listen to him take you somewhere. But nowadays, it's like, you know, it's Maybox and all kind of other shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I can't really attach myself to that. But anyway, so that's what I wanted to say to that because I'm like, man, I don't know about that one, people. You're kind of bugging, man. This album, man, you know, it again, it just fit in with everything else and then it just, matured over time and when people can go back and listen to it and you know yeah yeah y'all man still listen to it now? Like, y'all still listen to it? yeah I still listen to it yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll still put it on yeah, yeah. not not as much as I used to but you know I, I would if, if I had to pick an album to play this would yeah. probably be one of the ones that I would pick <laughs> I don't like this album I've, I've said that a hundred times I, I really enjoy this album mm -hmm. but I, I don't listen to it like y'all do you know this isn't the first thing I heard by him, which is why I never got around listening to it. I don't think I listened to this until like the mid 2000s. Right. You know, the first thing I heard was Hard Knock Life. And I was like, this is some bullshit. You keep this. I don't hear this shit. I don't, oh. I don't like Hard Knock No, I can't, I can't listen to that. <laughs> I'm talking about the, the song with the Annie sample and all that. Yeah, yeah I was just like, take the bass. What in the hell is this? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I like Annie. <laughs> we grew up on Annie. And I was like, oh, somebody sampled Annie, then he started rapping. It's like, uh-uh. I don't like this nigga. I don't think he just huh? listened to it. No, I, I paid, I paid plenty that. of attention, and that shit did nothing for me. And then finally, I got around to listening to Reasonable Doubt. And I was like, wow, this is the same guy? I was like, Jesus, he can actually rap on this. I was like, now nah, I see why people think he's the greatest. I don't know what happened after that. Well, first of all, he picked production that fit him perfectly. You know, he sounded perfect over all those beats. But I think what's really, really interesting about that album is he was really cocky on that album. But it wasn't the same kind of cocky he is now. Like, like now he's cocky about, I got all this money, I got this Maybach, I got these 12 cars, I got all this shit. Back then, it was like, I'm cocky because I'm a spitter. When you have that type of cocky, I like to hear you back it up. Because yeah. when you're cocky about how much money you have, you don't have to back up anything. Because your fucking bank account backs it up. That doesn't mean anything to me. But if you're cocky because you're a rapper, yeah. and you're cocky because you're a dope rapper, you have to back that up. And I feel like he did that. On this album, his wordplay is great. Yeah. His yeah. wordplay is great. And, and, and Brooklyn's Finest was one of the songs where I was like, okay, wow. When I first heard that track, I was like, God damn, like he definitely kept up with Biggie. 
I'm not even to get into the who won shit because to be honest, and this probably means a lot coming from someone like me, I think Jay-Z and Biggie were on par. I don't think Biggie outshined him at all. Like mm -hmm. Jay has some dope lines on that shit. Nigga please, like short sleeves I bear arms. Like Jay was spitting his ass off on that shit. And, and and other tracks. But the only thing I think that detracts a lot of interest for me are the the, the female hooks on this album. Oh, yeah, I, like I don't like it. Any of those you know, female nigga, hooks. Like Not the Mary oh, Jane? Like, no! <laughs> it wasn't even like a strong Mary J. It was like a reserved Mary J. Jay had a real good ear for making making catchy songs. He was kind of like pun back then. Like he had a good ear for making catchy songs, but still keeping the verses really lyrical. And like, ain't no nigga. I hate that fucking. Yeah, that hook is horrible. And then there was another one. Uh, yes. Oh with the God. girl's name starts with an M. I can't remember Mekka. Mekka. Yeah, Mekka. Jesus. Just terrible. Yeah! Oh, no. It's jazzy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. It was it real jazzy. It takes away from the album to me. But the beats It went along with the vibe. It went along with the vibe because Jay was coming with this mafioso thing and like... Right. They But they had... They took an edge off of it with it. Yeah, exactly. But. Because you were saying it took, it took an, edge. an edge off, so it didn't go with the vibe. No, I, it I took away from the vibe for me. I think it added to the vibe because it, you needed something to take away all of that street Why? shit. Fuck that like shit. it was just you too much. Why? No, 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 no. No, I'm not, not taking it seriously. I'm just saying, like a, a person like me, I, I, I need that balance. You know what I'm saying? And I love. You know, listening to all of those stories of being, you know, hard and, and the wittiness and all it is, but then it's just like, man, what a bitch is that though? <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> what a bitch is that though? You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What a bitch is that? What a bitch is that though? All this good. What a bitch is that? I think what's really interesting to me about this album, which is why I, I gave you the gas face earlier, is his flow on this album to me is impeccable. I love because, it. Yeah, yeah, so dope. Because, it. because it was between that super fast triplet mm -hmm. bullshit he was doing, yeah. and it was before he got to that lazy shit. It was like right in between. Like he was transitioning away from doing that super fast flow. So if you listen to it, he still has like certain lines where he'll do a little triplet flow real quick, and then he'll go back to a regular flow. And that's what I find so interesting about this album is it felt like Jay Z. I mean, he did. He had something to prove on this album, and he was hungry. He was yeah. like, I, this is my debut, I'm gonna show y'all that I can spit. And this is the and time I'm, when New York was shining, too. Yeah, yeah about, he, had, he had, had a lot of good, you had a lot of good yeah. And his albums peers, out, his peers at the but time, yeah. back, cause, a lot you know, of people yeah. out, he had to do something to stand out, and yeah. he, he, he did. did. So you were saying my first introduction? Yeah, what was your first yeah. intro to Jay? So like I said, my boy, um, he played S. Dot Carter for me in the car. And I didn't even get through it because I was like, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear this because like I said, I'm, I'm from the South, from the hood. We wasn't listening to stuff like that. So it was just like, I, I don't want to hear this. So I didn't get reintroduced to Jay-Z until I moved here to Atlanta back in 99 hmm. or whatever. And that's when I copped um, Rock Live Familiar, the Dynasty album. And I was like, oh, damn. So yeah, he's pretty much rapping about the same shit that all these other dudes are rapping about, but he's just doing it better. And you know, like, you know, I grew up, you know what I'm saying? So now, you know, I want to hear lyrics and stuff. I was in college, so I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and then people was just like everybody else was like, yo, you should go back and listen to uh, Reasonable Doubt. And I was like, all right, cool, yeah. Because at that point, I, I liked 
Rock bought in. Really, I bought in. So I went back. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's safe to say that was my first introduction to liking lyricism, basically. Wow. That's, oh, that's interesting. Was my introduction yeah. to that, like, because before that, it was just Master P. Uh, uh, a ball MJG. Not saying they're not lyricists, but yeah. that type of lyricism. Yeah. Like I didn't mm -hmm. like East Coast music like that. I'm like I'm from the South, dude. We didn't listen to that. Yeah. I was into pop, you know what I'm saying, West Coast stuff. We just I just wasn't up on that. So listening to Jay is how I got into um Nas and everybody else on the East Coast. I was like, man, I love it. So now I love East Coast music. You know what I'm saying? I love lyricism. So you know, that was, that was my introduction. So, <laughs> reasonable doubt to this day. Man, I bumped that one. I bumped. <laughs> it's, it's two versions. You know, it's one with uh, it's one with uh, ah, with, with the Mrs. Bleak at the end. Can, can I live part can, two? Can I live part two? And it's and it's the original. What's the original one has uh? Can't remember, man. Like I said, I want to Can I hustle? Remix? Can I hustle? Yeah, remix. Remix. So it's two versions of it, you know. So I got, I have both of them. I have both of them. I play yeah, both of them like they're two different albums. <laughs> I play both of them like they're two different albums, but it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? So what is it about the album that that you like? Now nah, we get it out, man. Let's get it out. We will guide you, dog. <laughs> Trust me. What makes this album a classic? It sounds like it was a, it was something that was done over an amount of time like whereas today you have you know somebody kick you know puts out an album within like two weeks or a couple months it seemed like this was years in the making you know what i'm saying it seems like he you, you can see you can feel the struggle in it you can, and then, like i said i've watched the documentary so just to hear everybody's testimony and how they was in the studio crafting these beats for him you know what i'm saying so it was just like that's what i love about it there's so many things i like about it you know what i'm saying yeah, from yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, the production yeah. lyricism it's just Jay in his prime, man. Like, he sounds, like I said, that hustler spirit. Yeah. You know, and that's how I connected to it because, like I said, I always listen to the hustler music, but it was just from a New York state of mind. I was like, so clever with it. Yeah, it was just clever with it. It was just different for me. I was like, wow, man. I was just blown away by it. I, I was blown away by it. So. There you have it. Yeah. Minus Media. Till next time, see y'all later.